Hi, people. Welcome back to Dr. Sam's Musings. Um, as always, I hope you're having an amazing week so far, and I wish you the best of the rest of the week. Today, I want to talk about something. I actually hinted at the topic in my Insta story this week, and I really want to talk about living in the moment and really, really, really appreciating each moment for what it is. And a lot of times when we hear people say live in the moment or appreciate the moment, people are typically referring to good times like live in the moment, enjoy the moment, make sure you're present in the moment and whatnot. But I dare say that it's a principle that we should have apply to every single day and every single moment of our lives, whether good or bad. Um, for me, I'm getting to a point where everything in my life, every the thoughts that crosses my mind every time, you know, something happens or I'm feeling some type of ways, I'm very quick to just remind myself that it's for now. So everything is for now. You're happy for now. You're sad for now. You have money for now. You're healthy for now. And it really, really keeps me in check because it makes me appreciate what I have at any given point. Given I'm not always this um, aware, but I, I'm trying to make myself even more aware. And what that does for me is that when I'm happy, I learn to um, sorry, when I'm happy, especially or when, when things are going great or when I'm excited or whatever, I try to extract as much joy I can from it, knowing that honestly, this too shall pass. And again, you know, this too shall pass is a statement that we use a lot of times in the negative, you know, um, in, a, in a negative way. So they'll say, oh, if you're going through something, they'll say this too shall pass. But honestly, even the good things shall pass. You cannot be anything forever. You will have twists and turns. You will have bumps. If you're a billionaire today, you might be a millionaire tomorrow. Even the wealthy people know that. The really wealthy people know that, you know, things can come and things can go. And some some things might seem impossible because it's really when it comes to wealth, because a lot of people just when you're talking about success and whatnot, people generally tend to go to wealth. When it comes to things like money, people, you know, will say things like, ah, someone like Dan Gote now, how will he ever be? But he will tell you, like, you know, when you're reading um stock reports and things like that and you hear that in a day somebody has lost something something billion dollars someone has lost something million dollars everybody has you know peaks and valleys everybody has periods where things are going as smoothly as they wish and everybody has periods where they're like you know i don't even know how i'm going to get past this so i'm just trying to get to a point in my life where i don't hold on to anything happiness or sadness where i'm like you know, it's only transient and I take from it what I can. And when it goes, it goes. And this helps me greatly as regards, especially conflict resolution and when things don't go great. Because, it, you know, sometimes when we, when things happen, like, for example, let me use our children, for example. If your child tells one lie or if your child tells a couple or even a few lies, it doesn't mean it's going to be a liar. If your child nicks one biscuit or nicks two or a couple or a few biscuits, it doesn't mean that your child is going to be a thief. But we have this all or nothing um, approach to, especially bad things. When one thing goes wrong, we're like, oh my God, who betide me? Oh my God, it's all falling apart. You have one argument or two, or even a few arguments or a bad period with your spouse and your head, you're thinking, ah, it's all over. The marriage is over, you know? And for me, I, I like that I'm getting to a point where I can face things for what they are. We have a bad period. That's it. It's a bad period. The bad period will pass. My child did something wrong. That's it. It doesn't mean that it's going to 
turn into what is not. We're going to address the thing right now. We're going to deal with it right now. And, you know, inshallah, this too shall pass. My child is amazing or something today. Maybe my son loves, loves football and he loves basketball and he loves to play video games. It doesn't automatically mean that he's going to become a star athlete in the future or he's going to. So we're going to nurture it for while he's interested in those things. If he wants to go to a soccer academy, our role as parents is to enroll him in the best soccer academy and things like that. It doesn't mean that we automatically expect that, oh my God, this is going to be his interest forever sometimes yes it's that way what they want right now is what they eventually you know still want but sometimes it's just a passing phase and honestly it's one of the most satisfying ways of living when you can just derive what you need to derive from a moment and then when it passes you're like oh well i had it for the time that it was that it was there and even with relationships you know there's sometimes that you have friends in your life for a season not all friends will be there forever and when they're passing you know if, if something happens and you feel like oh you know it feels like the, the friendship has fizzled out or this or that it's okay you know we don't have to hold on to everything we don't have to you know try to make everything long lasting and forever and i have i think for me it's even it's to it's to a very um, disconcerting extent sometimes in my relationships because even with marriage as much as I love and I adore and I cherish my husband I just don't I'm just not the kind of person that views anything in forever terms I just enjoy what we have when we have it if God wills for it to go on until we're separated by death alhamdulillah if God wills otherwise the only surety I have in my life is God so whatever he decides whatever he chooses I'm going along with so I'm just I'm just not the kind of person that project too much into the future i don't i don't project too much in the future maybe that's also what shapes the fact that i'm very morbid i live very in the now like if i die now what's going to happen now if anything happens now it's all now i don't project too much into the future i don't worry there's some people worry about you know investments and or when my child wants to go to school or oh my god this that i don't i face what i can do now okay am i working hard yes am i being smart with my money yes am i trusting god am i praying to god am i making sure that i'm on the right side with god yes when that time comes god will orchestrate the steps that will make what i want you know come to pass that's even if we live long enough to do those things because this is one conversation that people don't like to have we plan so much for the future as though we're guaranteed that we'll be in that future you just don't know so all i'm saying is live in the moment if you're having a great time with your family if you're if you're happy at work if your business is booming if your health is flourishing you are your you're you're at your um preferred weight your clothes fit nice your hair is popping your skin is popping enjoy it appreciate it you know nurture it you know but just don't camp there don't camp there to the point that if anything changes you now become so distressed because you've defined yourself by you've de you've defined your long-term self by a temporary version of you anything can switch up any moment anything can switch up so for me my mentality of life is for now like if i when i look at my bank account sometimes and I, there's uh, there's good money in it i'll be like oh, okay you have money for now if i'm broke i'm like i'm broke for now let's go and work hard so that we can leave this broke stage it's just for me it's just for now so Nothing really gets me down anymore to the point where I'm like, oh my God, it's all over. No, I'm just like, well, I'm a bit unhappy right now. I'm a bit unhappy for now. And I look forward to the times when the unhappiness passes. My child does something and pisses me off right now. It doesn't mean that they're a bad child or, sorry, or that they're bad children or he's a bad child or she's a bad child. It just means he has done something naughty for now. I'm not going to use that too 
you know, judge you forever or use it to label you. Same thing with my spouse. If he does something that irritates me now, he has done something that irritates me now. I'm not going to use it to now paint the rest of our marriage or whatever. And it just liberates me. It frees me of the pressure of planning the future that is not even in my hands and it, it ties in with what something i posted on my insta story yesterday we all have like this perfect versions even if it's not perfect some of us are quite realistic in our dreams and our hopes and you know our aspirations but even at that we paint pictures of what we want our lives to be and sometimes we get so fixated on those pictures that any slight change or any major change to to, to that vision can be so so crushing and for me i've just learned not to plan too much i just don't plan too much i just don't worry too much about the future not because i'm careless not because i'm i'm irresponsible but because it's not in my hands what I know today and what I'll need for tomorrow are two completely different things. One, sometimes, yes, it might be the same thing. Sometimes what you put in today is what you get out tomorrow. But I've seen enough of life. I've seen a lot of other people's lives. I've seen enough of my life to know that <laughs> things don't always go according to how you plan. You can plan A and you get B and B turns out to be amazing for you. Or you can plan A, B, C, D, E and you get F. And F is your own, what you define as, oh my God, I have failed. And it, ultimately, you know, it just, it just shows you how little control you have. So when I was younger and I had all this energy, I was the five-year plan, 10-year plan kind of person. But now I'm just like, look, I just want to make it till tomorrow. When I make it till tomorrow, we'll handle tomorrow. Obviously, that doesn't mean that, you know, you don't have long-term projects. You don't have, you know, things that you're planning towards or working towards. I'm a very intentional being. I am very deliberate about things that I do. So I am a planner. I am the kind of person that likes to do things a certain way. I'm, I am the kind of person that likes to, you know, make sure that I've done my best. But once I've done my best, that's it. I do my best based on what I know and based on what I have. And, you know, at present, I don't worry too much about using what I have for a different time. I don't know if that makes sense. What I have now is what I have right now. It might not be what I need in two years' time. It might not even be what I need tomorrow. So I'm not going to stress myself about, oh, you know, tomorrow my children will be going to university. Do I have enough money? Do I this? No. What I have now is what God has given me in hand for what I need right now. When it's time for them to go off to college or when it's time for me to want to retire and be traveling the world and things like that, God will, without a doubt in my mind, give me what I need in my hand at that moment, except that those plans have no good in them for me. But if they have good in them for me, God will give me what I need in my hands at that time. So I'm not trying to take what I know now into the future. It's like telling, it's like expecting a baby learning ABCs to be able to fit into university. The tools that you need at every phase of your life are completely different. So you cannot judge your future by what is in your present. You cannot say, ah, you know, see what other people have, see what other people are doing. And you, you cannot because you just don't know what lies around the corner. And it's the same on the flip side as well. You cannot assume that because you have certain things now, you're always going to have them. You, you just cannot assume, you cannot assume that because you have wealth or because you have health, that in five years' time, ten years' time, it's still going to be that way. No, we have seen it play out so many times to not be realistic about these things. God can switch things up majorly. And so for me, my point is just be adaptable to circumstances, be adaptable to you know, the directions that God takes you. Always realize that whatever it is that God shows you, wherever it is that God places you, all he's looking at is your reaction. 
if you've grown up with wealth, if you've grown up with convenience and ease, and may Allah never take ease away from us. If you've grown up with those things, you're used to stuff life and God tests you with a bit of hardship, with a bit of, you know, discomfort. Then he wants to see how you're going to react to it. Are you going to react from a place of a sports brat, an entitled sport brat? Or are you going to be like, you know what? I've had 50 years of ease and wealth. Maybe God is trying to show me something. Maybe I'm, maybe I should just be patient. Maybe this. It's that response that he's looking at. And, you know, for me, that this was one of the reasons, in fact, the major reason, excuse me, why I had to take a social media break. The Turkey Syria thing was doing a major number on my psyche. Like, I felt like at some point I was losing my mind because I kept projecting myself into that situation. You know, we see these images. We... It's just like war and things like that. We see these images, we hear of these things. And sometimes I think our minds just kind of say, oh, it can't happen to me. Or we kind of assume that they happen to a certain type of people, maybe of a lower socioeconomic status or whatnot. But no, things happen to the wealthiest of people. I heard a story about a man that was extremely well off. I can't even remember what country he was in. I'm talking about rich guy. You know when they say, oh, the rich guys in the country are extremely well off. And war happened and he fled to the UAE. And he was a cabbie. He was a cab driver in the UAE. And he picked up one of his old business colleagues. And that was the person that just helped him turn his life around again. So imagine this well-off man had to become a taxi driver. And maybe he was patient. Maybe he trusted God. He lost some of his family members. He lost everything. The banks were blown to smithereens. He didn't have funds. He was just, he started back from ground zero. So maybe he was patient. Maybe he trusted God. Maybe he was like, I've had many years of ease now. You've tested me with hardship. The same me that trusted you when you granted me ease, I'm going to trust you through hardship. Maybe it was that, you know, trusting God. Maybe it was that patience. Maybe it was that gratitude, even in the face of hardship, that made God send him someone that could, that he picked up a former business colleague, that they gathered funds and they helped him out of his hardship. You just don't know. When he reads stories of people in Turkey and Syria and the man that said that his landlord had served him a quick notice maybe that week or the week before because he couldn't afford the increased rent and how he and the same landlord ended up in the same tent after the building came down. You get humble. You just don't know what lies around the corner. And this is what, you know, shapes how I treat people, how I just treat people. You just don't know when tables can turn. You just don't know when you're going to need somebody. You might assume that today, and that's why I always tell people, be kind, especially when you are in a position above someone else. Be kind because you can afford to be kind. Be kind even when this person can never repay your kindness. You just don't know what God will use that for, for you in the future. So for me, I'm just saying, wherever you are right now, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever position you're in, whether good or bad, realize that it's just for now. These two shall pass. Literally, nothing lasts forever, good or bad. Nothing lasts forever. There'll be shakeups. You might have an improvement. You might have a, you know, anything, anything can happen. So my point is, when you're in a happy moment, derive all the joy you can from it. I always say, stop joy from your happy moment to carry you through your down moment. So you're, you're in a happy moment, you have laughter, you have good food, you have health, you're able to travel, you're able to do all the things that your heart desires. Stop the joy in that moment and stop enough gratitude. Really, really, really take it in and realize how favored and how blessed you are. And then when you move to a period where things are not so great, remember 
how God was benevolent to you in those times. And don't become a Debbie Downer. Don't become an, an ungrateful person. Know that the same God that you trusted when things were great for you is the same God that you should trust now. If you can trust him when he gives you affluence, you should be able to trust him when he takes it away from you. Because if you believe that he does only what's good for you, when you have enough, you should understand and believe that he will do what he will for you and what's best for you when you don't have enough. You don't choose God only in good times. So all I'm saying is learn to live in the moment. Draw joy from the great moments and let it carry you through the down moments. Like just live in the moment. If you're at the dinner table with your family and everybody is happy and, you know, there's laughter, there's good food. Take it in. Appreciate God's favor on you. If, you. if you wake up in ease, you wake up in your nice bed with a warm body next to you, with children or, or you know family members that are giving you hugs and kisses, you can decide what you want to eat. You can decide what you want to wear. You might even be able to decide what choice of car to take to work that day. You go to a job that you know pays you well or is doing very well. Maybe it's even your own business. You have good staff. You're making good money. You come home again at home safe and sound to meet your loved ones there are hugs and kisses at the door there's laughter you're telling them i don't want to eat this one this is what i want to eat you don't even realize the amount of favors you have in your life so stop and take it in don't make your life become routine you're just going and coming going and coming don't let it be when it's taken away that you appreciate it appreciate the moment appreciate you know when you open your wardrobe and you're like choices do i wear a dress do i wear pants do i wear you know a jumpsuit you have choices stop and be like i'm so thankful for this i'm so thankful for this you know i'm never going to take it for granted you know you have to learn to appreciate the moment because it can be taken away Imagine those people in Turkey and Syria. Some of them don't have anything but the clothes on the back of their backs. Some of these women had probably walking closets. Was walking closets. Some of these women probably had, you know, or men had cars of their choices. But now they're stuck somewhere with nothing. You don't want it to be taken away. And God, may God, you know, prevent us from, you know, a similar fate. You don't want it to be taken away before you're like, I remember those days that I could eat anything that I wanted. Now I'm stuck eating so and so. Be thankful for what you have. I promise you that when you're thankful in the time of abundance, in the time of straight, in the time of less, you already have an attitude of gratitude. You will see, you will find reasons to be grateful. And there's always a reason to be grateful. There's always a reason to be thankful, no matter your situation. And I say this, you know, when you say, people will say, oh, it's easy for you to say you have an easy life. No, it's not about having an easy life. It's about just having that attitude of gratitude. There are many people that have way easier lives. There are many people that have way more funds and way more abundance, but they're so dissatisfied. They're so unhappy, you know. So you have to learn to find gratitude. You have to learn to live in the moment. You have to learn to, you know, appreciate what you have now before it's taken away. You know, so even in the bad times, look around you and just, for me, when things don't go my way, and yes, I'm not going to um, pretend that I have some huge substory, but I, 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 I've, I've had moments in my life where things didn't go my way, whether financially, whether, you know, physically, things just don't go your way sometimes. For me, it's always a case of, it could have been a lot worse. And that alone is reason to be very thankful. Whatever it is that is bothering you, whatever it is that is, you know, making you feel like, oh my God, this is, you know, going to be the end of me it could have been a lot worse the people in turkey and syria now that will be thinking at least we survive where there is hope there is life there are people that 
lost their loved ones and will be thinking, Alhamdulillah, that Allah has taken them. They don't have to suffer this. You know, it all depends on your mindset in these situations. Now I feel like I'm rambling on, but this is a topic that is very dear to my heart and it's something that I'm trying to pass on to my children. I've done a podcast on it, a similar topic. It's called The Shifting Goalpost of Happiness. And that, that was actually inspired by my children because they, you know how it is. You feel like you're going to be happy when you have the next thing. You get a, a game. Oh, but you need an upgrade. You get this, but you need this. There's always something. There's always something that seems like, oh, if I can just get this, everything will be okay. But it's a common trick of the devil. It's, it, it, the, the, the next thing is always going to be the next thing. You have to be able to be like, you know what? I might want the next thing, but while I have this thing, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to appreciate it. So it's like my children and their games and whatnot. You have a PS4, a PS5 or whatever, but there's always a new game. There's always an up- update. There's always something. And I'm like, no, still, I mean, stop and enjoy the one you have first before you start aspiring for the next one. You get a pair of shoes. You want an upgrade. You get a phone. You want, oh, you know, things like that. If you don't stop to truly appreciate the things that you have now, you will never, ever find satisfaction in everything. It will be the most temporary, the most transient form of, you know, just some euphoria or some very transient sense of happiness that you will feel that will never bring you any deep-seated satisfaction because your mind is always moving on to the next thing. But when you get to a point where you're like, I'm sinking on my bed. Oh my God, I'm so blessed. My room is so comfortable. You're looking around your room and you're looking, like I'm literally looking around my room and you're looking at all the comfort that God has given you, you know, the ease in your life. And you're, you learn to appreciate those things. You learn to thank him for even the most mundane things. That's when you crack the real code of happiness because nothing truly gets you down. You might have sad moments. You might have really bad moments, but you just know that you'll get past them. You'll be okay. Yesterday, I got some news that should have really, really shaken me up, that should have really made me, you know, begin to think. And I was so, for the whole day, I was on a high because the first thought that crossed my mind was, eh, it's okay, I'll tell Allah. For me, I didn't even realize that I had gotten to that level where something, I could hear something that would ordinarily make me feel some type of way and I could get to a point where I'm like, eh, it's okay. As in, I was completely unmoved. It was just like, mm, I'll tell Allah. For me, I'm just thinking, I'll wake up in Tajud, tell Allah about it. Let's see where it takes me. Like, for me, it was, it's a done deal. So when you get to that point where you're like, good or bad, or I'll tell Allah. Let's see what Allah wants me to do. Let's see what direction it takes me in. You have cracked the code of contentment because you just, you're just always going to be okay one way or the other. You're just always going to be okay. So my talk today, and I've rambled on a lot, is just live in the moment. Appreciate what you have when you have it. When it's gone, appreciate that as well. And trust that the person or the, the creator that you trusted when he gave you what you thought was good for you should also be trusted when, you, when he takes away what you thought was good for you. Because he will only do that which is good for you if you trust him and you believe in him. Know that this too shall pass, whether good or bad. Live in the moment. Take what you can from each moment. Joy from the good times and store them up for the not-so-good not times. Know that there's good in every situation, whether obviously good or seemingly bad. There's good in every situation. Your job is to find it and to hold on to it. Trust God. I cannot emphasize this enough. Like for me, I don't, I posted something the other day that when I saw that video, I was like, this guy has just said my mind. Like people that don't turn to God, where do they go? Like, where do you go when your heart is breaking? Where do you go when your heart is heavy? Where do you go? I cannot wrap my head around it. Where do you go? What do you do? For me, it's just uh, I need 
it to be. I mean, I pray throughout the day. But you see that night time, I'm just like, can it just be 4 a.m. or 3.30 a.m. already? I need to go and talk to Allah. And I literally talk to Allah. Like, I don't pray in Arabic. I literally talk to Allah. Yeah, Allah, this thing, hmm, you already know. But, you know, I know that you want me to tell you. This is how I'm feeling. What do you want me? Like, I literally talk to Allah. And when I finish praying, the peace that I feel just makes me want to go back for more and more and more and more. So I'm not here to, you know, sound like, oh, I've got it all figured out because I haven't. It's just every day on earth, something new. You learn something new. You you evolve into something new. But a lot of us are even missing that because we don't stop to take stock. We don't appreciate what is going on, even right under our noses. We're always looking at the picture that we have painted. But there's an, there's an even more beautiful picture, you know, being drawn right now but if it's not the picture that we've painted we don't see it you don't see yourself now compared to who you were just two years ago and see how much growth how much development how much advancement you've gained just because it's not fitting that picture of what you wanted maybe you wanted a contemporary picture and god has painted a classic so because it's a classic you're going to overlook it no you have to learn and you have sorry you have to learn to really really stop and smell the roses smell the roses appreciate what is going on in your life look at your children for me the other day somebody asked what what you love most about being a mother and for me i just said it's the evolution like for me it's the biggest miracle watching my children evolve every day you're like okay what version am i going to get sometimes it's not a great version they wake up and they're cranky or they're moody i have a teenager and a preteen but sometimes it's a loving, beautiful version. Sometimes they say something and you're like, yep, she just unlocked another level. She has moved up. For me, that evolution is the most miraculous, the most beautiful, the most awe-inspiring thing. One of the most awe-inspiring things in my life. Just watching my children grow. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm watching them. Nobody's watching me, but I want to watch myself as well. So I go back and I take stock. Some five years ago, you weren't this aware. Five years ago, you weren't. So for me, I'm, I, I just want to be present in my own life. I want to be present in the good times and the bad times. Bad times, I'm like, okay, Sam, let's see what you're going to do. And let's see what's going to come out of it. How are you going to handle this situation? And let's see. So I'm constantly taking stock. And maybe that's why things that seem so bad to other people don't shake me up as much. Because for me, when something bad happens in my life, and I always say seemingly bad, because I don't believe that anything that comes into my life is all bad. God is a God of goodness. Like my God would always send higher my way. So for me, it's always, okay, you're, it's going to, it has to when you reveal this thing, you want to be proud of yourself. So it's okay. Oh, maybe let me use like a basic example. Maybe I'm really, really, really broke. Maybe something has happened or maybe I've done a huge purchase or something and I'm skinned and I'm like, ah, okay, oh, Sam, you're skinned. What are you going to do? You can't do this. You can't do that. For me at that moment, I'm like, I want to look back on that moment because I know that the moment will pass, but I want to be able to look back at that moment where I was skinned and be like, when I was skinned, this is what I did. I'm so proud of myself. So maybe I'm broken. I'm like, you know what? I have 10 Naira left. I'm going to use two Naira or even one Naira in charity. I'm going to use one Naira to make somebody else happy. For me, those are the kind of things that I look at. Okay, it's a bad situation. It looks like a bad situation. What can I do to make this a good situation? I don't always get it right. There are days that I don't even want to think like that. I'm like, I beg, I beg, let me, let me be a Debbie Downer. Let me cry and stay in bed, whatever. But those things don't serve any purpose. So for me, I'm the kind of person that, okay, oh, it has happened though. Oh yeah, what is plan B? What are we going to do about it? So live in the moment. Don't 
make your joys permanent and don't make your downtimes permanent. These two shall pass. Take from them what you need from them and move on. And remember, the version of you now is not the same version that is going to fit into your future. So don't worry too much about the future. The version of you that is needed for your future has been created by the one that created the version of you that was in your past and is in your present. Just trust him and make sure that you are on the right side with him so that he will give you all the tools and all the resources that you need to ace that future you know, version of yourself. I wish you guys the absolute best of the rest of the week. Permit, I mean, forgive my rambling, forgive any grammatical error, anything error. You know that this podcast is raw and unfiltered and I will look forward to your feedback and I'll be back here again next week, Wednesday. Bye.